to Saturday, September 9th, MLB Picks Betting Show on the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our season-long pick'em contest for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autograph SGP helmet. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. Roster brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Roster brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. And the bet just $5 on any NFL game, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. And use promo code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, September the 8th, currently 6.15 on the East Coast. Here to dig into the Saturday schedule on the diamond. I know everybody decides for football, college football week two, NFL week one. But like I said, we're going to be here grinding uh, through the MLB season until we get to the finish line. And you know what? Myself and my co-host, we're going to keep an eye on that on that chat on who's chiming in with us every single day. Still grinding out the MLB with us. Uh, because you know, I know that pretty girl that walks by, everybody wants to turn their head and look at um, <laughs> that NFL season, but hey, MLB, uh, she's she's the wifey man, she she she'll, she stays loyal <laughs> to you. But joining me here to help me break it all down, uh, you guys know him as the voice of the NBA gambling podcast on the NFL gambling podcast with me, with me this season as well. It's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Not bad, man. Uh, sorry for the delay. That's, that's, that's my bad. But uh, yeah, man, uh, looking forward to this card. Some intriguing matchups um, upcoming, and I guess some that have already kicked off being um, that they were the home team and kicked off Thursday. But yeah, man, looking forward to breaking down some of the top games for this weekend. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll dig into the top eight matchups in our eyes uh, for this upcoming uh, weekend, for at least for Saturday, uh, as what I'm trying to say. But like I mentioned, you know, playoff races still do, to be determined um, in the AL West, of course, and of course the uh, wild card spots still up for grabs. So we'll keep our eye on uh, all of it uh, for the rest of this season and the remainder uh, of the month of September. Um so let's just kick it off here, Lante. Uh, we'll start with the first game on the Saturday schedule. It is going to be uh, – let me get over to the odd screen here. The first game we want to get into, it is going to be the New York Yankees and the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers are visiting the New York Yankees. I see Wade Miley on the mound here for the Brewers. And uh, Michael King is going to get the start here for the New York Yankees. Currently seeing the Yankees as a minus 142 uh, home favorite, plus 120 on the money line for the Milwaukee Brewers. Total is set at nine. 
Run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus 166 for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Lonzo, we got a friend out there with us as well, man. Uh, you, he needs to make an appearance there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's uh, she's excited, man. Been locked up all day, so she's trying to, you know, uh, I'll have to put her away whenever you give your handicap. But, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll start it off, man. Uh, you I like- want me to kick it off? No, 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 you good, you good. I, I can okay. I can do it afterwards, yeah. Um, man, I, I like Milwaukee here. I know New York has been hot. Uh, they won 8 of 10. Um, Milwaukee just under – well, right at 500 in their last 10. Um, they're 37 and 34 on the road. I, I kind of – I mean, you know, King, he's pretty much – he's been a spot starter at, at best. Um, I think his last outing he gave five innings, which was the most he's gave uh, – he's pitched in all year. Yeah. Um, the Yankees' bullpen has usually been a strength of theirs, but it's been kind of down – this year with some of those guys um, coming back to the pack, but I like Miley. I think he's a better pitcher. Four one with four and one with a two seven seven ERA in his prior ten appearances hasn't allowed over three runs um, in road games in his last seven starts. Um, I mean, you know, the Yankees are playing well. The young guys are are hitting the ball well, and they got a little burst of energy. But again, I think Milwaukee, who's who's playing for something, and their offense has been up and down. I think they come to play here. Against um, what I've, essentially is a bullpen game, if uh, if Michael King can't go a, a long way, but I like Milwaukee here. I also, I also lean to the over. I think we can see some runs here. Yeah, I, I know. A few weeks back, we were talking about the Yankees being a team that um, were doing really well against left-handed pitching, and that's kind of fallen off over the last two weeks. They were, I think, at the top of the um, top of the league over the. I think it was prior to the two weeks ago where they were just absolutely crushing left-handed pitching. But those numbers have now fallen off uh, as of the last week and they're going back to over the last two weeks as well. So you take a look at the Yankees offense uh, right now. Uh, I know it's only 93 uh, plate appearances over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching, but they're only batting 185. WRC plus, they are all the way down to number, let's see here, where are the Yankees? Number 17. Uh, on base percentage, they are at number 26. Slugging percentage, they are still at 14. On base, uh, sorry, OPS, they're number 17. So it almost seems like that it's either going over the fence or they're getting out when they're going up against left-handed pitching. And like you mentioned, Lante, that Wade Miley left-handed pitcher, that they, the Brewers still have something to pay, play for, right? Um, they're still battling that in the central division. And I think this is going to be a game where I think they should take care of business here against the Yankees. I know the Yankees have been playing slightly better. Miley has given up some runs, um, and he's prone to giving up the home run ball as well. He's allowed at least two home runs in his last two starts for the Milwaukee Brewers. And like you mentioned, that Michael King made his longest start of the season, which was against the Houston Astros back on Sunday Night Baseball. We had a really good outing for the uh, Astros. I know the Astros scored one in the first inning, but that was pretty much it in that Sunday night baseball game. Five innings, you allowed five hits, one earned run, and four strikeouts for the uh, for Michael King that start. So I think I agree with you. I think we may see some runs here. I think it's trending towards eight and a half. I do currently see nines out there. I'll probably wait for that eight and a half, thinking this might turn into like a 5-4 type of final or 6-4 victory here for the Milwaukee Brewers. But I think there may be some opportunity for you guys to look at some um, – some uh, home run props, especially for uh, the New York Yankees, especially with Boyd Miley, the, the way that he's been allowing home runs, yeah. not only over his last two starts, but also over his last five starts. He's given up at least one in five straight starts. 
Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game we want to get into. That's going to be a 2:20 Eastern start. Arizona Diamondbacks and the Chicago Cubbies uh, battle out at Wrigley Field. Currently seeing the Diamondbacks are a plus 120 road underdog uh, and minus 142 for the Cubs. And Merrill Kelly gets a start here for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And my guy, Justin Steele, friend of the program, gets a start for the Chicago Cubs. Um, We'll take us away for this uh, handicap. Yeah, sure. I got you. So, um, yeah, man, you mentioned Steele. Uh, I think he had a Cy Young. Well, we all pretty much think he has a Cy Young um, performance in his last start. I pretty much expect the same here. Arizona's offense has been up and down. Uh, I think Steele can continue his streak. He's had 14 innings uh, scoreless, so he's got that going into this game. Um, you know, Kelly's been good also, though. Um, he's He's yeah. been pitching extremely well. But he has been dealing with some cramp issues. He left the game. He left his last start with some cramp issues, and uh, that's something to monitor if you want to, you know, uh, if you want to back Arizona. But I'll be taking Chicago here, man. I, I like I like their bats, especially in Wrigley. Um, have we got where the winds will be blowing? Has it updated yet? Uh, that's exactly what I was trying to find right now. Uh, let me I didn't see, see it when I was when I was uh, when I was putting my notes together earlier. I, I, I didn't see it; it wasn't available yet. But I, I think we can. See, I think we can see a low scoring game, though. I mean, both pitchers on the mound. I think we can see a two one, uh, a three two type of game here. So I do like the under in the Cubs. Uh, Cubs forty six and twenty nine as a favorite. I mean, at home, man. I just I, I can't back the. I mean, I can't back the um, the card. I mean, the Cardinals. I can't back the D backs with the inconsistency oh, yeah. of their offenses, even though I like Kelly and how he's been going. I think he's had uh, double-digit strikeouts in three of his last five, so he's been going extremely well. It's just the fact that I trust Steele way more than I do Kelly, and I trust the Chicago um, offense more than I do Arizona. So give me the Cubs. Give me Justin Steele. Hopefully he can cement that uh, that Cy Young for us, Munaf. Yeah, man. Uh, he's coming off his best performance of the season in his last start, which was uh, against – uh, the San Francisco Giants, he went eight shutout innings in that start, only allowed two hits, 12 strikeouts uh, in that game against the Giants. And the Arizona Diamondbacks over the last two weeks, I'll quickly talk about their offensive categories here. Uh, they are number, let's see here, Arizona, number 17 in team batting average against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks. Slugging, uh, they are number 17. OPS, uh, they are all right around 16. So, Slightly at, I mean, not slightly, but they're right around league average uh, for most of those categories. But again, I just like the form that uh, Justin Seal is in. Uh, I think that um, I think that he should go along well here, and I'm comfortable with him pitching at home here uh, for Justin Steele. And you take a look at his home numbers this season: 16 starts, he's 12 and two with a 2.25 ERA against NL West teams this season. 3-0 with a .89 ERA. He's only allowed two earned runs in 20 and one-thirds innings pitch. So um, it's going to be a fun battle to watch uh, between Justin Steele and uh, Blake Snell. I know uh, TVDBJ is holding those tickets on Blake Snell uh, to win Cy Young. I have some significant tickets on uh, Justin Steele to win the Cy Young as well. So um, I'm going to go with the Cubbies here, man. Minus 142 on the money line uh, with my guy Justin Steele on the mound. All right, Lante, before we continue the conversation here, let me tell everyone about the free roll football contest that's happening over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Have you signed up yet for our season-long NFL Pick'em contest? It's $1,000 for first place and $500 for second place, but 
If you're a Patreon member for the NFL season, your price doubles to $2,000 and $1,000 plus. If a Patreon member wins the free roll football contest, they'll get an autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrette Blunt. Sign up link is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. And if you want to become a Patreon member, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get in for your weekly, for your chance to double your prize and win the weekly Patreon Pick'em contest as well. And we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've been waiting seven long months for the NFL season. We the first game is in the books from Thursday night football, but NFL Week One is officially uh, going off this weekend. And uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't miss offer for Week One. This week, new customers can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five dollars on any NFL game. DraftKings is also hooking up is hooking everyone up. With game day greatness, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you can get. Download the app now and use promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. GameTime is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With, clear, with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. I've used the GameTime app, and my favorite feature about the GameTime app is anytime I'm going to go buy tickets for a sporting event, they give you an image of what your uh, view is going to be like at that particular venue. So you're not going to have any surprises when you actually get to that venue. They have flash deals and last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and to buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Like I mentioned, the images of the seat views when you buy those tickets. Forget having the planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. They're so confident that if you find um, tickets at in that same row and same seat at another outlet, they're going to credit you 110% of the difference, and that's how confident they are in their prices. So don't waste any more time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. All right, let's get over to the next game of the schedule. Man, we have a lot of uh, uh, mal groupies in, in the chat today, man. I don't, I don't get it, man. Uh, sorry to disappoint you guys, but mal, mal will be here on Sunday evening around the same time. So uh, you can come look at his uh, pretty face if you want to uh, uh, tune in for mal. But uh, you're stuck with my ugly face and uh, uh, the handsome man, Lante, over there. But uh, next game, let's get to here, Lante, for the Saturday schedule. Why don't we go to uh let's go to the dodgers game uh 405 eastern star we have the la dodgers and the washington nationals bobby miller gets a start here for the dodgers and jake irvin is on the mound for the washington nationals dodgers are overwhelming favorite of minus 205 uh, plus 170 on the money line for the washington nationals total is set at nine and a half with juice towards the under at minus 118 
run line minus one and a half, minus 130 for the Dodgers, and plus one and a half, plus 110 for the Washington Nationals. Uh, I'll start here with Bobby Miller, who's having a pretty good season here for the uh, LA Dodgers. Eight and three with a 3.80 ERA, 84 strikeouts, and 26 walks on the season. Last five games, he's been absolutely brilliant. Two and one with a 2.87 ERA. He's only allowed 10 earned runs and 31 in, in third innings pitched. Did face the Nationals earlier this season. He went six innings in that game, only allowed four hits and one earned run to the Nationals. And he's been absolutely outstanding on the road this season for the Nationals. Sorry, for the Dodgers as well. Four and one with a 2.70 ERA. And against NL East teams, he's a perfect four and no in five starts with a 1.26 ERA. The Dodgers have won four out of his last five starts. Um, and all four of those starts have come by multiple runs. He did get into a little bit of trouble against the Guardians. Back on August 22nd, where he did allow four earned runs and six and one-thirds innings pitch, and that was on the road. Um, and the Dodgers did go on to lose that game 8-3. to three. I think the bigger news also we should mention here for the uh, Dodgers is that Mookie Betts is going to miss around at least three games. I think he left with either that. Was it a knee issue or a foot issue uh, for uh, – Yeah, one of those. I thought it was yeah. just a lower, a lower, uh, a lower, body lower leg. Injury, I yeah, yeah, so lower I, leg yeah, I don't think it's going to turn out to be anything uh, serious for – uh, Dodger fans, but again, uh, Mookie Betts was. We talk about MVPs. I mean, the, the guy, the guy's name is always in the conversation. That's because of how good he is. Um, did he hit five hundred in August? Close to it. Um, I'm sure he probably did. Let me see if I can look that up here. Uh, but, I, think um, he, I think he was close to five hundred. Let's see. Uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to lean here with the Dodgers, man. I, I just think again they're the better team. Jake Irvin. Uh, on the other side, there was a, a very small stretch where he looked like he was going to be a competent uh, big league starter. Uh, and he's done pretty well over his last five games. He has a 2.89 ERA, hasn't recorded a win or a loss in that span. Um, but he did face the Dodgers earlier this season. Five innings, he allowed four earned runs and eight hits to the Dodgers in that game. And he hasn't performed very well at Nationals Park this season. 15 starts, he's 2-4 and four with a 4.31 ERA. And the Dodge, sorry, the Nationals have lost two of his last three starts uh, when he is on the mound. Mookie Betts, um, let's see here quickly. Uh, I'll go to game logs here. In the month of August, Mookie Betts was batting 455. Uh, That's five, yeah, 516 on base percentage, an 839 slugging percentage. He had 11 home runs, 30 RBIs, and uh, let's see here, uh, three stolen bases. But, um, I mean, I know we I talked about it when the Atlanta Braves and the Dodgers played that series last week that uh, the betting odds for the NL MVP uh, had significantly came down for um, Ronald Acuna Jr., who was hovering around, what, north of minus 400, minus, minus 500 uh, for the past couple months. Uh, yeah. But he's not going to pull away for that award. But... Uh, long story short here, uh, Lante, I'm taking Dodgers minus one and a half on the run line here. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I like the the over. I also like um, the Angels. I mean, the Angels. I like the Dodgers team total to go over also. Um, the average in their last 10, averaging right around uh, six runs, 5.7 um, in their last 10. They're hitting about 284. Almost two home runs um, per game, 1.7. Almost double digits, double digit hits. Um, also, uh, 7.4 hits in their last 10 for Washington. Um, they're not scoring as many runs, but we all know I respect Washington's offense. I mean, it's not consistent, but I, I do trust them to score some runs. Um, maybe, maybe not, you know, all right away, but I think they'll get, uh, they'll get three or four, um, in here and the Dodgers will get us, you know, seven or eight here. So I, I look forward to the sky over. Uh, I don't hate the run line. Uh, I'd much rather have the Dodgers team total to go over. Don't trust Dick Irvin at all. You routed off his stats. 
um, yeah. earlier, so I won't regurgitate that. But, yeah, I'm with you on the Dodgers. Like the over, love the Dodgers team total to go over. All right. Uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule we want to talk about, uh, let me tell everyone about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That is going to be Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all player uh, players by hit rate and f- for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent and data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame app, uh, Hall of Fame Bets app, or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And Ross, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. With their fantasy pick em game, you pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do spending your Sundays doing. Watching the games, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over the Underdogs mobile app or on their website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up, make sure you use your promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, Lonte, let's get over to the next uh, game that we want to talk about on the uh, Saturday schedule. Uh, let's go over to uh, let's go over to a 405 Eastern start. The Seattle Mariners, they're in Tampa to take on the Rays. I'm seeing Brian Wu is going to get the start here for the Mariners, and Aaron Savali is on the mound here for the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays are a minus 122 home favorite, plus 102 on the money line for the Seattle Mariners. Total set at 8.5 with a little bit of juice towards the under at minus 112. Run line minus 1.5, plus 164 for the Mariners, and plus 1.5, minus 198 for the Rays. It kind of got that flip there. But, um, Monta, what are you liking about this game? Yeah, um, I like the way both teams have been playing. Uh, Seattle has won three straight versus Tampa. Uh, both of their offenses have been uh, a bit up and down, uh, as we've seen last night. They, Seattle won 1-0, if I'm not mistaken. Um Savale hasn't allowed over three runs since uh, June 25th um, and 16 and third innings pitched at home since joining Tampa Bay. He's only allowed one run, so he's going pretty well. I think we can see uh, another low-scoring affair. Maybe not 1-0, but um, maybe a, a 4-2 type of game, um, 3-1, anything in that in that vicinity. Um, Wu was roughed up by Cincinnati, but I, I think he'll settle down here. Uh, he's been pretty up and down his last few starts. But, I mean, I've been back in Tampa at home all year. I mean, I think they're juggling out at home. Um, Savali has been really good. I think that's one of the low-key, bigger additions uh, at the deadline was them getting him. And then, I mean, obviously, uh, was so I, I, I get this confused. Was McClanahan already on IL whenever that happened, or was it before and they were waiting so, on him? Yeah, so they put him on the IL, and then I think they did like further testing and stuff. Okay, and that's what then, it was. Like they determined, right. all right, you know, he's got to get, you know, right. So the Tommy John wasn't a foregone conclusion when they got some. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. All right, but yeah, either way, um, I think we see, uh, I think we see both offenses have, you know, a little bit of success, but not not many runs scored here. Um, I like both pitchers, uh, although Wu's been, you know, a, a bit up and down. I think Savali is more consistent. I think we see a three-two game here, man. 
I can't call it either way. If I had to make a lean, I'd lean to Tampa, but um, just because it's a volley. Also, if you want to look at Tampa early, you don't want to go in, you know, bullpen shenanigans with anybody, although Tampa's a decent bullpen. Also, I would look at Savali first five. Yeah, Savali's, I mean, he does give up the runs uh, within the first couple innings there, but he's coming off a solid start against the uh, Boston Red Sox, five and a third. He did allow three earned runs, but he did have 12 strikeouts in that game as well. Uh, But prior to that loss against the Red Sox, the Tampa Bay Rays had won four straight starts when um, Savali did make the starts here. But this is going to be his third start already against the Mariners this season, Um, and he's done pretty well against them. Despite having a one-in-one record, uh, uh, he's allowed four earned runs in just 12 and two-thirds innings pitched um, with a 2.84 ERA. So I don't trust Brian Wu, man. I mean, he made his return for this, or sorry, his last start, I should say, uh, was against the Cincinnati Reds. Five innings, he allowed five earned runs. It's just inconsistencies from Brian Wu. Yeah, is. I mean, you could, those first couple innings, he looks absolutely amazing. Looks like he's going to have a double-digit strikeout game, but then it just kind of falls down for him after like the second or third inning um, where he just gives up the run. So, um I'll go with Aaron Savali and the Rays here at a minus one twenty two price. I feel like we're getting a discount there, um, especially how well Aaron Savali has been pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, let's go to a four ten Eastern start. The Baltimore Orioles they are in Boston to take on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Chris Sale gets to start here for the Red Sox, and Jack Flaherty is on the mound here for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, the Red Sox are a minus one sixty two home favorite here, plus one thirty six on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles. Total set at nine and a half with juice towards the over at minus one fifteen. Run line minus one and a half plus one twenty four for the Boston Red Sox, and plus one and a half minus one forty eight for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Jack Flaherty has again another pitch when we talk about inconsistencies. His name is uh, definitely at that top of that list. On the season, he's eight and eight with a four point eight four ERA. Um, his last five starts have not been very good for the Baltimore Orioles. One and two with a 6.66 ERA. He's allowed 18 earned runs and 24 and one-thirds innings pitched. Uh, fortunately, in his last start, the Baltimore Orioles offense was able to carry his atrocious start where he did allow four earned runs and just four and two-thirds innings pitched against the Diamondbacks. But prior to that, he allowed three earned runs and about five and two-third innings to the uh, uh, Colorado Rockies. Gave up seven earned runs to the San Diego Padres in three innings. He allowed three earned runs to the Astros in five innings. So, number one, walks are all, have been a concern for Jack Flaherty this season, but also he's given up the home run ball now as well. In three straight, sorry, four straight games, he's allowed a home run. In his last start against the Arizona Diamondbacks, he also allowed two home runs in that game as well. Meanwhile, Chris Sale uh, for the Boston Red Sox, he's been doing all right. I mean, they've been very cautious to the way he's. Um, been, they've been cautious about how they want to, you know, I guess manage his innings or the number of pitch that he is throwing. He hasn't gone past the fifth inning. Again, I think it's probably something that they've already probably come in uh, agreement to that you're going to throw either X amount of innings or X amount of pitches. But mm-hmm. definitely had a great start against the Royals in his last game. Five shutout innings, only allowed two hits, five strikeouts, and two walks. Uh, prior to that against the Astros, he did get uh, hit hard in nine and two-thirds innings and two starts. He allowed seven earned runs, excuse me. Did face Baltimore twice already this season. He's allowed 12 earned runs and just eight innings pitched um, against the Baltimore Orioles. I, again, I, I like the over for the Friday night game there, Lante, but I think we're going to see runs in this game again as well. I think I, don't know if I, I think Dylan mentioned it yesterday that anytime these two teams usually get together, we just do see runs being scored. Mm-hmm. I think this might be another instance where we do see uh, this game having a lot of runs. So I do like the over nine and a half. I'm not sure if the the Red Sox are warranted to be a minus one sixty two road fa- or sorry home favorite here. 
I'll lean with the money line, although Orioles should remind more favorite place going to be on the over nine and a half here, Lante. Yeah, I like the over also. Um, in the last 10 games, uh, those averaging six, exactly six and a half runs per nine. They're hitting almost 300, 295 um, in the last 10. 11 hits. They're, they're putting it back to the ball. And good things happen when you put the ball in play. Um, sale has been good, but again, how much length are you going to get out of him? I'll bring up another Mal reference here, man. Mal always says that he struggles in that like 140 to 160 range or 130 to 160 range, and all of them are, aren't created equal. I mean, I think that this is right. This is Baltimore's sweet spot. Like right as a dog, when you're getting them in, in a nice from 120 to, to 150 price range or 120 or above, I think they've been all go. I don't know if it's a way to track that. I have to, I have to look into that. But I'm pretty sure they are up heavy. Um, when they're in this uh, in this type of dog role, but I agree with you. I think we see some runs here. I would probably be on Baltimore if it wasn't for for Flaherty. I just I can't yeah. trust them. Not against the, not against the Boston Bats. I mean, especially at home, um, the way they sing it, I, I just can't trust them. So I'll go with you with the over. I do like what uh, what Trev said in the chat. The old team total might to go over. Um, that, that's also a good look. The way they're swinging the ball. I mean, I gave up stats earlier, but I mean. It's just hard for me to back Flaherty. I, I I just can't trust him, um, and I don't really know. I don't really know what to do with Boston's bullpen. So I think you hit it right in the head, man. We're just gonna stay away from the side and, and hit these totals. I'm trying to see if I can find uh, how the Orioles have done in a dog roll this season. So uh, 38 and 28 straight up yeah. are the uh, Baltimore Orioles in a uh, underdog roll this season. 42 and 17 on the plus one and a half. Uh, but obviously when that, when we talk about that, you're playing some heavy, heavy, heavy juice uh, yeah, when yeah. it comes to that run line. But I mean, at minus 148, I mean, I think that if you're a parlay player, maybe you could parlay that together. But um, I think that def- the value is definitely on the Orioles side in this game, especially how bad Chris Sale has been against the Orioles uh, this season. Uh, last game. I think we want to talk about here. Lante is going to be the Padres and the Houston Astros. Um, we have Seth Lugo on the mound for, oh, sorry. We do have a couple, I think one more game, uh, but yeah. we'll get to this game first. A seven ten Eastern star, the San Diego Padres and the Houston Astros, Seth Lugo on the mound for the, uh, San Diego Padres and Christian Javier on the mound for the Houston Astros. Astros are a minus minus one thirty home favorite plus plus one ten on the money line for the San Diego Padres. Uh, start here with Seth Lugo. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the total is set at nine with juice towards the under at minus 115. And then run line minus one and a half plus 145 for the Houston Astros and plus one and a half minus 175 uh, for the San Diego Padres. Um, starting here with Seth Lugo, uh, starting pitcher for the uh, San Diego Padres. He's done pretty well over his last five games, man. 2-0 with a 1.24 ERA, 29 innings pitch. He's only allowed four earned runs in that span for the Padres. 27 strikeouts, only six walks over the last five games. Now, uh, I'll admit it hasn't maybe been against the greatest offenses, but he's gone six innings in four straight starts, which against the Giants, the Cardinals, the uh, Miami Marlins, and then the uh, Diamondbacks in back-to-back starts there um, back on around mid-August. But... On the road this season, two and two with a three point two seven ERA. I want to see how he's done against the Astros in his career. Uh, uh, if he has faced them, uh, not really relevant. The last time he faced them was back in twenty seventeen. So, um, not much there. Christian Javier has struggled this season, man. He did have a fantastic outing in his last start against the um, against the New York Yankees, which was on Sunday Night Baseball. 
and I say fantastic, but it, it's he's still giving up the runs. I mean, he's allowed at least three earned runs and four straight starts uh, to the opposition. Um, he got off to a good start in that game against the Yankees. I think the first three innings he was cruising at, he had racked up the strikeouts, but it fell apart for him in that fifth and sixth inning. Um, and again, for him over his last five games, he has a 5.84 ERA. I just think this might be another game uh, where we do see runs. I, I'm not confident in backing Christian Javier right now uh, just because of the way he is pitching. When we talk about the Padres team, I mean, we're not sure if the offense is going to show up for them either. So, I mean, if, if if they can't show up against Christian Javier right now, who's prone to giving up runs over the last month or so, um, I think that might be some trouble for the Padres. But I think we do see runs in this game. That number is currently at nine. Uh, I still like the over. I think the Astros' hot bats will continue, even though Seth Lugo has been pitching well here, uh, Lante. Yeah, man. You you know, uh, the Padres and the Blue Jays, pro- probably my arch nemesis um, in the MLB. I, I can't yeah. I, I can't get away from them, but I just got to stay away for now. They, they cost me too much money. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I would much rather have the Houston um, team total to go over. I don't trust. I don't trust San Diego. I mean, I just I've seen it so many times where they look good and just come out and lay an egg the next few next few nights. But um, over the past six games, Houston's averaging eight point seven runs, hitting three forty seven, uh, averaging nine point nine hits and two home runs in their last ten games versus righties. So they're really raking the ball. I mean, I don't see. I mean, Hugo has been good. You ran out the numbers. He's been good, but again. I mean, we've seen – you saw what Houston did to uh, Scherzer. I mean, that was just deflating. Uh, that's – yeah. Yeah, so I don't think – I mean, I don't think uh, – I don't think they have a shot here, man, to be honest. I think Houston's getting in that mode where they're trying to, um, you know, get to postseason healthy, um, on fire, and look to make another run. So I'm going to go with Houston on the run line here, and I like the team total to go over. All right, let's go back to a 6.05 Eastern start between the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. Johnny Cueto is going to start for the Miami Marlins, and Aaron Nola gets to start for the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies are a minus 185 home favorite, plus 154 on the money line for the Marlins. Total is set at 9 with juice towards the over at minus 115. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 110 for the Phillies, and plus 1.5, minus 122 for the Miami Marlins. What are you thinking about this game here, Lante? Yeah, I'm going to go with another over here, man. I like the Phillies and I like over. Um, both teams have been playing well, actually, especially offensively. Uh, Miami scored six plus and four the last five. Uh, I think they scored double digits twice versus the Dodgers, right? Um, I, I know they got 8-10-0, but I think yeah. they scored double digits twice um, in that three-game series. But uh, they won the series 2-1. to one. Um, Phillies scored five plus and three of the last five. They're also over in six of the last ten. Miami's over in seven of the last ten, which includes five straight I don't trust Cueto at all. Um, four plus runs allowed in three of his last five starts. He's allowed nine home runs in his last five starts. <laughs> Multi-home runs allowed in four of five, four of his last five. Uh, Nola did get blown up versus um, Milwaukee, but that was, you know, that was when Milwaukee was um, peaking offensively. So I, I don't know if I put too much stock in that, but I think we see some runs here, Munaf. I mean, I, I can't, I can't back Cueto at all. Um, I can't back Miami on the road. Phillies at home with those bats against Cueto. I mean, you gotta you gotta backfield here. I, I think Lee is the only side you can play. Um, if you don't want to, if you don't want to let the juice, just play the team total go over first five and full game. I, I really think that Phillies have the way with Quails, um tomorrow. 
Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, the home run uh, numbers is what really jumps out uh, off the page when you look at Johnny Cueto's starts uh, over the month of August in his last start, which was against the Nationals. He allowed two home runs, and walks are also concerned uh, for Johnny Cueto as well. So if he lets you know a base runner or two on and you have one of your power bats coming up, this could easily get away from Johnny Cueto in this game. And over his last five starts, one and two with a 5.93 ERA. Did face up Phillies earlier this season. Um, six innings pitch. He allowed four earned runs, gave up a home run in that game. Um, and this was back on August 3rd. They lost that game four to two. Aaron Nola has also struggled against the Marlins for whatever reason. Two starts this season, 0 and 2 with a 6.17 ERA, 11 and two thirds innings pitch. He's allowed uh, eight earned runs in that span, four home runs. He's allowed as well to the Miami Marlins. So, in his last start, he got absolutely blown up by the Milwaukee Brewers, four and two-thirds of an inning. He allowed seven earned runs off of eight hits, uh, three walks, and five strikeouts in that game. So um, definitely going to be looking at the weather in this game. If it is the winds are, you know, we get some winds blowing out, and if it is a humid day in Philadelphia, um, I think we will. this may just turn into a, a home run derby uh, for at least the Philadelphia Phillies here. So uh, maybe look at some Phillies uh, home run props in this game here as well. Maybe it's uh, the Kyle Schwarbers of the world, the Bryce Harpers of the world. I know Trey Turner was put on paternity leave, uh, I believe, earlier this week, so he'll be missing this game. But, um, yeah, definitely I do like the over with you. Phillies team total over for me. Um, and then slight lean on the Phillies run line, minus one now, plus 110. But forever play, uh, runs, runs, runs. Uh, with these two pitchers on the mound. Uh, there was one more game I wanted to touch on here, uh, Lante, which was going to be the Blue Jays and the uh, Royals, but I really didn't have much on this. I mean, Kevin Gossman is on the mound for the uh, Blue Jays, and I have Zach Grinke on the mound for the uh, Kansas City Royals. And anytime I see Zach Grinke, uh, I want to fade him when he is on the road. Yeah, I mean, look, he's one and fourteen this season now. One, I mean, sorry, Alante, one fourteen. He has a five point three four ER now. I'll give him this. He did have a really good start out actually against the Toronto Blue Jays this season. Uh, six and, and Gossman got blew up. Uh, yeah. His last start. Yeah, uh, one earned run he gave up, but on the road this season, Alante zero and eight. 7.15 ERA for Zach Grinke. Just hasn't been very pretty for him. Uh, the Royals have lost four straight starts when he is on the mound, and uh, three out of those four games have been by multiple home runs. Um, it just hasn't been very pretty for him. I think this might be a good bounce back spot for Kevin Gossman. Again, um, from what I've read, I've uh, and I'll have to watch uh, this game and tune in tomorrow that Kevin Gossman uh, did get a haircut or he, he trimmed the hair a little bit. Oh man, uh, yeah. So we we might I might have to tune into the game tomorrow and see if that is actually true or not. But I just think it's a good bounce back spot here for Kevin Gossman. Um, again, Zach Grinke, zero and eight, seven point one five ERA on the road. Not much more for me to add here. It's probably just gonna be uh, Blue Jays uh, team total and then Blue Jays run line in this game. I don't see official odds on this game yet, but I mean that's just the way I was leaning for this game here, Lante. Yeah, I'm completely with you. Uh, if you're here, if you got, I would definitely take uh, take that. With Grinky on the road, um, with the top of that lineup for, for the Blue Jays, um, look at some Gosman, um total outs. I think he is going to have a, a really, really good game uh, against his Kansas City lineup, uh, especially after his poor performance. Um, I can't remember the team that he played, but he got they got blown up because I was on. I think me, you, and um, RC were all on the, the Blue Jays run line that game, and it, he got completely destroyed. It might have been Oakland. Kikuchi, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm Gosman. I think Gosman got blown up. Yeah, Gosman got blown up in his last start, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember who it was, but it was against a, a lesser talented team. 
Um, he's covered his last. The the Blue Jays have covered the last two games on the run line when he has been on the mound. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking about Ryu. Yeah, I'm thinking about Ryu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I apologize, Gosman. I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I think he. I think he has a good game to uh, tomorrow. Yeah, he had a good start against the Ra- Royals this season. Six shutout innings. He only allowed four hits to them. Seven strikeouts. Yeah, maybe you're about um, Ryu. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely do like the Blue Jays. One more game I did want to mention before we get to our picks here, Lante. Um, you know, we talked a lot about on the pod throughout the seasons um, about fading pitchers coming off of either close to a no-hitter or a no-hitter. Um, but I missed that boat, which I thought Alex Cobb was going to do that in this, this uh, last game or his next start. But um, it came into fruition again. He had that, uh, that no-hitter in eight and two-thirds innings against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, did finish the game in nine innings, but that next start, which was against the Padres, uh, he got Sheldon, allowed four earned runs yep. in just three innings. So I think that's something I definitely want to um, uh, keep track of. Um, there might be a database out there that may give us that information, but I just feel like more times than not, at any time a pitcher is coming off a no-hitter or even closer no-hitter that goes nine right. innings, they get absolutely blown up in that next game. Yeah, because, um, I mean, it's so hard to have it. It's, it's so hard to have yeah. your best stuff back-to-back starts. No matter you got five or six days off or whatever, it's just so hard. It's hard to do it from one game, let alone, you know, pull it out from multiple games. Yeah, so I uh, completely agree with you there. All right, let's uh, lock. Uh, uh, let's close out this episode, I should say, with our lock and dog for the Saturday games. Uh, Lante, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I sure can, man. I'm gonna go with something that we. Well, I'm gonna go with something that we both like. Um, I, I'm not gonna give up Chicago because I know that that's that's just a given with with our guy still on the mound. I'm gonna go with Philadelphia team total over. I'm seeing four and a half, but it's it's really juiced. I would just wait for a five um, because I think they clear five. Uh, pretty easily here. Uh, I think four and a half I see is like minus 140 uh, if you don't want to lay that juice, which, I mean, I can understand if you don't. Um, wait for the five, and I think five will be there, and you'll be able to get you'll be able to get that um, at pretty, pretty decent odds, I, I think so. I think Philly will go to work um, at home. Uh, yeah, so I like them. At home, um, team total to go over. For my dog, I'm going to go to Wade Miley in Milwaukee. Um, in, in New York, uh, I think you know, New York has been hot, but Milwaukee's 37 34 on the road. Uh, Miley has pitched really well, 277 in his last 10 appearances, um, four and one. Like I said, he's pitched really well on the road. Um, I'm not concerned with uh, with the bats, I think I think he'll be fine. The Yankees do have a decent stretch of versus versus uh, lefties, but again, you got moving parts in that lineup, and the younger guys are in. I think this might be their first time seeing Miley, so. I think he has a little bit of advantage. I think at plus one twenty right now is Wesley. Uh, for the run line, you said. No, just the uh, just the money line. Oh, for the Brewers. I'm sorry. Uh, I see plus one twenty over on DraftKings. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take plus one twenty on Milwaukee. All right, love it. Uh, man, I wish I had a run line right now on the Cubs and Justin Steele, but I I, I wanted to give that out. It's going to be a nice plus price uh, on that, but I, I can't yeah, give that out. Yeah, because they're going to go like one forty. Yeah, they're they're yep. minus one forty right now, so probably what like minus like 120. plus one twenty, yeah, plus one thirty yeah, on the run it, line. So, um, I think that would be uh one bit that would have uh, given out, but obviously no lines, so I can't give that out. Um, you know what? If it's not broken, don't try to fix it, man. I'm gonna go back to the same bet I have for Friday night: Orioles and Red Sox over nine and a half. Um, oh yeah, that's a good bet. But we talked about it with Jack Flaherty. Um, and we talked about Crystal as well, who hasn't had a lot of success against the Baltimore Orioles this season. Uh, I just think that, again, both these guys are more than capable of being shelled uh, in this game at nine and a half. I think that number is a little bit conservative. 
Don't trust a bullpen for the Red Sox either. But I think, again, when we talk about hot offenses, mm-hmm. these two teams uh, are definitely it um, as far as the last couple of weeks here. So Red Sox and Orioles for me over nine and a half. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, for my dog, um, man, I wish they had the Rays run line, but I don't know why they. Yeah, that's not the that's not the line treating dogs. Uh, on on the card tomorrow. Yeah, I don't see a Blue Jays run line up yet either. So um, everybody bit NFL and college football. The 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 lines are, the lines aren't moving in uh, yeah. MLB right now. Um. So I'll give this. I'll just mention the Blue Jays run line. I want. I want to take. Obviously, that line is not out yet. Um, obviously, I do expect them to be a heavy favorite. I'm not even sure that's going to be a plus price going up against the Royals. Um, you know what? Just give me the Phillies run line minus one and a half, plus one ten. Uh, I oh, think yeah, that Johnny Cueto, yeah, Johnny Cueto is probably getting blown up here by the yep. uh, by the Marlins, and I do trust Aaron Nola more at home than I do obviously on the road. I think that he can, you know, uh, contain the bats here of the Miami Marlins, um, but at a plus one ten price with Aaron Nola on the mound going up against Johnny Cueto is just more of a fate of Johnny Cueto. But I agree with you, if Phillies team total over um, and over in that game as well, that's going to be a great look. Might be a good uh, opportunity to do a nice stack there uh, in this game. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Lante, anything else you want to mention uh, before we get out of here, my man? No, man, that's um, good. Hopefully we can catch some winners. It's the the perfect time. You got the the lines not being monitored to to bet uh, MLB. You know, it's going to be some some time to get some value here. I agree 100%. Um, We'll be back on Sunday evening sometime in some form or fashion with uh, some members of the – uh, from our uh, obviously MLB gambling podcast team, more than likely Mal. So if you're looking out for Mal, come join in on, <laughs> uh, on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, on Sunday night uh, to uh, handicap the games for Monday. Um, NFL kicks off this weekend. Baseball, um, U.S. Uh, Open finals this weekend as well. A lot of sports happening. Bet responsibly. Uh, make sure you. Again, like I mentioned, bet responsibly. Make sure you get into that free roll football contest for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's absolutely free to get in. Uh, it's a thousand, uh, sorry, a thousand dollar first place price, five hundred for second place. But if you're a Patreon member, those prizes double, and then you also get that nice autograph helmet uh, from the guests that we've had on the Sports Gambling Podcast um, with Sean and Ryan. So definitely get in there. Um, Lance, anything else, man? Nah, man, I think you pretty much hit hit on it all. But make more, um, put more emphasis on that bit responsibly, man. A lot of stuff going on. You don't got to bet every game. Uh, you don't have to blow your whole bankroll first week's grind. I mean, if you've been MOB, then you pretty much know this. But yeah. uh, still, yeah, just make sure you bet responsibly, of course. All right. Uh, like I mentioned, Sunday evening, come back and join us at the usual time. Uh, Till then, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the games. Let's break these books off and let it. Right.